Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lorehammer Listener or the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hello everyone, this is Gerald again, joined by my friend and co-host Rayway. Hello, welcome back to uh, our unhostile takeover of Listener Lore. Emphasis on non-hostile. We made sure we gave him his group models and free <laughs> access to the ocean. He's a lot more <laughs> compliant that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, are you excited for uh, what our our uh, our dear listeners have sent in for us to read today? Absolutely, this one looks kind of fun because it's uh, it's a Harlequin story. And yes, Harlequins don't get much love, so I'm excited to see it. I'm sure they get plenty of love, just not <laughs> just in the, but just about as much hate too. So, yeah. But I can say this. Normally, I am not an Eldar fan, but I do like myself some scary murder clowns, so this ought to be fun. I agree. I'm hyped for it. Um, do you want to read the intro here? This is by... Uh, uh, where is it? Oh, Connell. I think he's uh, he's sent in a couple of Harlequin stories before, so this will. we know we're in for a good treat with this one. All right. Want me to do with a foreword then? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> the saga of Troopmaster Saragoth, great Harlequin and player of Kegarak, the mask or mask of the penultimate conflagration. 
The following is to be read in the present tense. Everything is happening as it is being said. So action sequences should be spoken more swiftly. It is a Harlequin and Raven Guard story. It is laid out like it is laid out in part like a screenplay, but almost all the text after the scene setting is dialogue. Stared next to stage directions. Kegarak's voice it is giddy with a sarcastic edge. He likes big words and loves the sound of his own voice. Ebon is a transhuman of few words, spoken bluntly in barking tones. He is frustrated by his curry and has no patience for him whatsoever. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I really like so, it. It's a, very, it's, it's a very different layout. It's a very different setup. Absolutely. And I think this is very in line with like the Harlequins as we know them because they definitely like putting on a good show. They have a flair for the dramatics. The, yes, they do, as Eldar are known to, as Eldar are known to do. <laughs> but um, let's see here. I can narrate as Sarah Goth, and if you want to uh, do Evan, um, we can go from there. Mm, yes, I am just looking where Ebon starts. Let's see here. I see it. I see it. Okay. All okay, right. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're kind of, this is kind of written up as a screenplay, which again, this tracks for Harlequin. So this is going to be fun. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Location, the Lathing Labyrinth, interior, dusk. A dark figure enters stage left and surreptitiously slinks from one shadowed alcove to the next. Despite its massive armored bulk, it is improbably silent. Our brave protagonist is none other than the Captain Eben Rapturus of the 19th Legion of Monkai Astartes. Eben may know no fear, but a foreboding wariness has him jumping at the very shadows he once thought himself master of. For Eben's onyx brothers lie dissected and bloody in his wake, spilled viscera feeding the living wraithbone of the labyrinth. His stalwart protectors have paid a heavy price for pursuing their quarry in his intricate web. His traps have proven deadly, and this skirmishing assailant has been impossible to engage in any battle not to his decided advantage. Evan's razor-edged senses and crude instruments survey the murky depths of the wraithbone antechamber, for the source of the exasperating, yet incredibly eloquent, narrator's voice shattering <laughs> its vacant stillness. <laughs> but the voice seems to echo from every direction at once. A scowl of frustration crosses his brow as he fruitlessly chases thermal ghosts on his auspects. Evan tears off his helmet to an orchestra of echoing laughter. He knows he cannot trust his senses. Face me, Craven, Xenos, Vermin! The rather crude Astartes captain roars, further irritated as his invisible narrator's echoing voice continues to pass comment on his actions. Stepping out from behind a nearby pillar with the great Harlequin declares, Why, Captain, I thought you would never ask. Immediately, Evan snaps his bolt pistol into firing position, and there is an ear-shattering gunshot. But, oh my, how unfortunate. The pistol misfires, and its magazine violently detonates. Only shattered bone and ceramite remain at the hand gripping it. <laughs> the lethal wa warrior doesn't hesitate for a moment. Immediately, he flings a preposterously oversized combat blade at his tormentor. But as the blade flies through the air, it separates into a dozen perfectly dissected slivers with the harlequin nimbly sidesteps. The captain's remaining forearm slides apart in three pieces, jetting blood with quickly, which quickly slows to a languid ooze. 
It has been nearly diced by the near invisible web of monofilament razor wire surrounding him, just as his firearm's barrel was divided, misaligning the chamber and causing the violent misfire that delimbed him. Dramatically disarmed by the Harlequin's trap, the intrepid captain seeks impotently and glares at the object of his frustration. You have made your point, clown. He wants an audience. And I am listening. <laughs> the magnificent Harlequin, clad in a long jester's coat of many colors, festooned with many pockets, bows deeply before the Monkai captain. Four masks briefly orbit his cranium as a cruelly grinning visage, fixing, fixing the place of... Please, you are endless, rattering, and get to the point, foul deceiver. I will not stand here whilst you mock me with your fool's narrative. Saragath clears his throat and produces a small hollow projector that flickers into life as Evan sighs in frustration. As I was saying before, your body men so rudely interrupted and rather foolishly pursued me into my deadly cavern of a thousand wonders. Do get on with it. <clears throat> Valorous Eben Ratchets, indomitable captain of the Monkai Astartes, your beloved Imperium of Necrophiles is, the is in the gravest of peril. Saragath falls to his knees, mock weeping as a tearful mask slides across his face. I supplicate you most humbly to hear this tale of woe. The hollow projector fares to life, <clears throat> depicting a local subsector as a rather stylized and overly dramatic starfield. In the beginning, there were two great races, one of unlimited psionic potential, and the other possessed the technologies that made gods wet themselves in fear. But alas... These two great species, we... Your point, Xenos? Saragoth's mass shipped to a mock anger at the interruption. The point, sweet knight, is that a great weeping and gnashing of teeth awaits the people of this world if you choose to continue your pursuit of my kin and ignore the dangers near to home. <clears throat> Elaborate. A cheerful mask slides across Segarath's features as he continues. Beneath your very feet, unthinkably ancient intelligences plot and scheme against you. They think you usurpers and seek to contest your claims to this um, verdant paradise of a world. But alas, it is not yet too late. Your brave, noble, and unfailingly trustworthy companion, Saragath the Magnificent, has come to save you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com for applause, please. The scaly mask returns as no applause is forthcoming. 
<laughs> no appreciation these days. Name this supposed threat. The skull mask clicks into place. Behold, the face of your doom. The emerald energies of the hollow projector resolve in a long, narrow skull of flowing metal beneath an ornate headdress. Your servants of iron dig too greedily and too deep. Even now, Karen Tech, slayer of worlds, stirs and plots in a silver cavern beneath the sea of bitter tears. The hubris of mankind shall be the undoing of all you hold dear. World by world, this sector shall fall into soul-crushing darkness as your people toil beneath poisoned suns and terrible monuments to entropy. Only you can act now to slay this infant doom in its crib. Only you can... Uh... <clears throat> Sidebar. Mm -hmm. As there is a sudden binding flash of energy and a wave of decompressive overpressure, an almighty explosion tears through the makeshift orator's bit where the Xeno form had been standing. Though attentive to the Xeno's warning in spite of himself, Eben had been loath to allow the hated Xenos to escape. Remotely, establishing his nearer link to his severed gauntlet he had, by skillful calculation, managed to target and discharge <clears throat> the digital weapon concealed to its index finger. Retracing his steps, the Eben, Eben awkwardly retrieves his helmet and sets his visor to scan for the molecule-thin monofilament that brutally amputated his forearms. Cautiously, he moves to confirm his kill, but when he rounds the corner, there is nothing there except for an empty smoldering coat slowly floating to the floor, and the fading echoes of the Harlequin's laughter. <laughs> Sarah Graham! <laughs> mm, wait. Okay. Saragath drops his hollow field as he collapses through the webway portal into the arms of Morax Kronhart, his favorite shadow seer and player of the Mare Egg. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Anyways. <laughs> you should not have improvised your taunting. Oops, sorry. Wrong character. Uh, why don't you do this one? This one's me? Sure. Alright. Um, this is Saragath? Uh, no, I think the Shadow Seer. Okay. Hmm. You should not have improvised in your taunting my the, of the Monkai, my lord. She rebukes him, though her sternness is somewhat undercut by her aura, which betrays a gleeful smirk behind her featureless mask. My script was comprehensive, and this was not in it. She exclaims, indicating the foot-long sliver of Ebon's blade skewing Saragoth's abdomen. Saragoth's grinning, grinning likeness of the Laughing God slides into place, and the mask shifts Morax's ca it shifts Morax, catching a glimpse of his bloodied smile underneath. Ah, but it was magnificent, was it not? Did you see his face? Oh, this is you. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. Ah, it was magnificent, was it not? Did you see his face? Saragoth explains with a gulfle that is cut short by a gurgled choking. Morax is alarmed by the <laughs> is alarmed, and with the assistance of her troop, gently assists Saragoth, Saragoth into the waiting skimmer, ready to ferry him to the depths of the webway. Resting on the floor of the skimmer, the Harlequins go to work 
on his physical injuries. Gently, the craft raises on its anti-gravity engines and commences a long journey home. Saragoth grips Morax's hand in his, and he squeezes it firmly. Did we succeed? He asks weakly. Did we correct the course of things to come to a path more pleasing? Hmm. Indeed we have, brave lord, Morax responds. You have successfully redirected their falsely righteous wrath upon our enemies and left these Monkai rightfully trepidatious at, their, at your approach. The die is cast and a lesson is learned. You return victorious and our kin are spared the dark fate that awaited them had you not acted. Saragoth smiles inwardly as he descends into his healing meditation and his loyal thespians ferry him to sanctuary. Epilogue. <clears throat> Ebon Rapturus stirs in his dormitory cell aboard the Raven's Nocturne. His enhanced senses have awoken him in response to some tiny, near implacable sound. Valorous Eben Rapturus springs to his feet in the umbral darkness of his Spartan chamber with quicksilver speed, immediately alert. The sculptural unadorned form of the captain adopts a combat stance, his bionic limbs already clasping a bolt's pistol and monomolecular-edged combat knife. This was fun. Yes. Scary murder clowns for the win. I deeply enjoyed it. I loved the way it was laid out like a screenplay. It was very fun to do the voices as well. Oh, yes. And uh, for the listeners out there, he also attached a uh, picture of, I guess, his Harlequin, and it's pretty badass looking. Yes, it's, it's got, it's, got a, it's a Harlequin model standing on top of um, a set of dice. I believe it's six dice, which is a mix of massive masks all along it. And I'm assuming these masks are meant to be the faces that he wears along the way. And these are like awesome. This is just an awesome model. This is fantastic. Where do you get something like that? Or you just have to kind of make it up as you go along. Well, I mean, Harlequins don't have a lot of models. So you got to work with what you got. And this guy clearly worked really hard with what he had. He also did a lot of kit bashing, converting and just just awesome. I, Keep it up. I Keep respect it up. everything this guy wrote and what he wrote. What he had, what what he presented us in the picture, it's fun. I also like the idea of this like Harlequin that's basically just trolling this one Raven Guard Marine. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. It just I and the reason I uh, the reason I chose to try and attempt the Joker voice was because like this whole this whole encounter we uh, we both kind of took a peek at it before recording and this just this whole thing like screened like batman and joker uh t- type of vibe as well yes i mean i honestly think that might have been what he was going for because you have the raven guard which is like a shadowy dark jury of a murderous clown and you have a female shadow seer who could be harlequin that's true that's very true <laughs> I enjoyed it though. I think it was very fun. I definitely, I would definitely rate this very highly in both the way it was written and just the enjoyment level of like reading it. Absolutely. And this is, again, this is from Connell. And I think he has done uh, multiple uh, uh, Harlequin stories here before. So it's 
all so it's always a pleasure to read another one of his so uh thanks a lot connell i hope uh you enjoyed listening to our rendition of <laughs> of uh of this story and keep on keep on writing yes i i definitely look forward to reading more or listening or reading more of his writings whatever he presents to us and if you have any more stories that you'd like to have read, please email uh, email Lorehammer Listener War at uh, crap Lorehammer Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. That's what that was the one. That was the one. So <laughs> uh, hit that like and subscribe and stay tuned for more. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.